Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Crusaders podcast. I'm your host, Blake, and I'm joined by my co-host, TJ. It is just the two of us today. We'll be getting into some more serious and deeper topics for you. Say hi. Hello. Today, we're going to be getting into the topics of space, the scary, endless expansion of space. Yes, indeed. So I'm going to read to you what I found here on white holes. Mm -hmm. White holes were long thought to be the figment of general relativity born from the same equations as their collapsed star brethren, black holes. More recently, however, some theorists have been asking whether these twin vortices of space-time may be two sides of the same coin. So you're saying white holes and black holes are one of the same then? Because it it sounds like that's what it's explaining. From what I read... uh, to a spaceship crew watching from afar, a white hole looks exactly like a black hole. It has mass. It might spin. A ring of dust and gas could gather around the event horizon, the bubble boundary separating the object from the rest of the universe. But if they kept watching, the crew might witness an event impossible for a black hole, a belch. Which, apparently, it shoots everything out and nothing can get in. So it is essentially a reverse black hole. Wait, so white holes... Wait, do they, does the white hole still suck in, though? Or does it, like... No, it shoots out. So, oh, Ob- so it's the polar opposite of black holes, then. Yeah, it says here, objects inside a white hole can leave and interact with the outside world, but since nothing can get in, the interior is cut off from the universe's past. No outside event will ever affect the inside. Wait, what? So, wait. Man. So that means that... White holes, yeah. the inside has not been touched since, like, the since, creation. Yeah. Okay, that, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that kind of, like, what it, it, like, never ends then. If it keeps pushing out, you know, what? That's... Matter? I don't know. It Maybe says matter? light and stuff. You'd think it would have to be light pushing gas. something out. Yeah. I, I feel like it would... I feel like black holes... Wait, don't... Black holes don't die, right? They do. They not. do. They do. It takes so long for okay. them to die because they are still throwing mass off of themselves. You think you think they eat themselves, you know? Like into like a They they kinda do because they shrink over yeah, the sh- It takes stupidly long though. But what happens when they like shrink? Do they explode? Super, like supernova explosion? Uh that I, is I feel like they do. That's a I actually do not know that. Let me look. Alright. While he's looking that up, I'm going to tell you a couple facts. The universe is completely silent, believe it or not. Astronauts' footprints on the moon can last for a million years. Over one million Earths can fit inside the sun. And you can fit every single planet in our solar system between the Earth and the moon. That's pretty crazy. Um, huh? Yeah. All, all the planets in the solar system can fit between the Earth and the moon. Believe it or not. Holy shit. Yeah. I, I saw it for the first time, like, no way. And then they actually, like, put all the planets, like, in and row between Earth and the moon. It was, kind of, was kind of interesting, to be honest. Ooh, okay. So I found it. As mm-hmm. a black hole evaporates, it slowly shrinks, and as it loses mass, the rate of particles escaping also increases until all the remaining energy escapes at once. Oh, so it's like a massive explosion. Yeah, I was going to say, you can already probably figure out where it's going. In the final tenth of a second of a black hole's life, you will have a huge flash of light and energy. Natarajan? Where? Right there. Natarajan. 
Yeah, I have no idea how to say that. I would say that same thing, too. He says, he, she, whatever, some scientist person, whatever, says, it's almost like a million nuclear fusion bombs going (laughs) off in a very tiny region of space. Oh, okay. Nuclear fusion bombs. Okay. In one small spot. By Earth standards, that's a lot. Really? We barely have control over fusion reactors, yeah. let alone bombs. <laughs> Can I give you like like a creepy thing to think about? What's that? What if a black hole already came like through our solar system and we're already dead? But you know how light years work? It's like a different time perception. Have you have you seen that about that? Yes, but at the same time I really disagree with that because one, if a black hole did come through and kill us all, yeah, obviously we're going to know pretty quickly whether it swallows us or flings us out of orbit. Yeah, We're going to find out really quickly mm-hmm. because the sun will shrink or we'll just see this giant black dot on the horizon slowly getting bigger. Yeah. Have you seen that? We have a massive black hole in the center of our universe, or the galaxy, I mean. Yep, the Milky Way, the yeah. supermassive black hole. Yeah, I can't... Yeah, I just thought we were like just spinning... But I didn't. I didn't realize. Have you seen I the scale of I didn't realize black holes? Uh, I mean, I I know some, not a lot. Have you seen The Simpsons made a black hole in like their a particle accelerator or something like that? Yeah, but particle accelerators work in a like different. different yeah, but it was like I don't know how they did it. Like they just kept feeding it and just kept getting, getting bigger and bigger. So here, this is. I think this is supposed is this to be it? the biggest black hole ever recorded. Oh, okay. The supermassive black hole at the center of Messier 87 is so huge that astronomers could see it from 55 million light years away. How long? How how long is light week, light year? Our galaxy is, and I just watched a video, but I think I might be wrong. Yep. I believe it is 200 million light years. 200 million across. I could. I hang on. So around a quarter, we could see that from. Quarter. How that long no. Like an eighth. Yeah, an eighth. Now, if I'm thinking about that, that can't be right. Because of course, wait. Wait, you said to- two? I, I, now that I'm thinking about it, that can't be right. That does not mean anything. I don't know numbers like that. <laughs> Isn't How it? long is a light year in Earth years? Billion miles. Okay. What? That's not the question. It says how long is a light year in Earth years? In oh, Earth years, and then it says six trillion miles. Okay, yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, yeah. Sometimes Google does not work. Light years, the distance light travels in one Earth year. One light year is six trillion miles. That's pretty long. Oh my God. That's pretty long. Wait, wait, uh, how many years does it take for a light year? One light year is equal to approximately six point five times ten to the fifth Earth years. So over six trillion. Okay. Holy God. So you think you think we'll discover light year travel before our sun dies? I don't know because first we need to develop a stellar engine. Yeah. And we also need we a, are nowhere near that point. Yeah, we also need a, a transport we, vehicle to withstand that. We also don't have abuse. We haven't control. We don't have control over our entire pop, uh, our entire planet. Yeah. So we aren't even a type one civilization. What is a type 1 civilization? Please explain. So there's a thing called the Kardashev scale, mm-hmm. and it bases civilizations on factors ranging from organisms, hunter-gatherers, all the way to straight up the Omega class, which controls 
the universe and potential others. Mm-hmm. Is this like real life? This like is a, a real, real scale. Okay. This is a real scale. Type 1 has control over their planet. Type 2 has control over the system. Type 3 has control over the galaxy. Type 4 has control over their local group. And type oh, there's a type 5, which I believe is multiple local groups. Yeah. And then type Omega is the entire universe. You think we'll ever get to the point? I think we're too divided to even. We yeah we the way things are going we do not have a chance. Okay, so we we do not have a chance at developing light your travel at all. Probably not, because unless some like super, what? Unless our descendants into the far future figure out to become united, yeah, and start looking outward, mm-hmm. we're we're fucked. Yeah yeah yeah. You think you think you think. Maybe, like, our Earth would, for some reason, nuke the sun. What do you mean? Like, just send a nuke into the, the sun? sun? Yeah. It wouldn't do anything. It wouldn't do anything? It'd no. just evaporate? Yeah. Okay. Because even if you pulled off enough energy from the sun for billions of years of energy, yeah. like, to fuel a stellar engine, because mm-hmm. the one I'm thinking of uses a... Ooh, I can't think of the word. It's the mirrors... That orbit the sun and redirect sunlight for energy. Yeah. I cannot think of what it's called. But you got a bunch of these mirrors, and they're redirecting light to a certain spot on the sun to superheat it to blow off helium and hydrogen. The stellar engine uses magnetic fields to pull these in. It nuclear reacts to helium, forcing a jet of it out. And the hydrogen is, like, frozen and then shot at the sun to push it. Mm Mm-hmm. And it'll push, you push the sun, everything else follows. Yep. I lost my train of thought of where I was going before we started, before I explained that. Are you talking about like, right before I, try, I, are right you trying before to get back ex- on topic? No, right before I explained the stellar engine. Oh, yeah. I, I was just listening to you because I just, I didn't think it's like interesting that we are not able to, um, Oh, I know. Uh, pulling energy off the sun for billions of years. You think we could do that? I don't know. That's but that's a lot of energy. Using the stellar engine in the way that I described would actually lengthen our sun's lifetime. Yeah. You can it, lengthen the sun's life. Yeah, because you're pulling off the helium and hydrogen. Yeah. And it burns slower, which will increase its lifespan. Won't it get bigger then? No. Or no. Because when it dies, it doesn't it get when it dies, it gets bigger. That's and because the clo- balance of the helium and hydrogen and gravity oh, it'll keep it the all same. starts to starts to fall apart because it runs out of fuel to push back against gravity. Mm-hmm. So it collapses and then it becomes too much and that's when it super expands before collapsing. Is, isn't it um what what phase is our sun at? Like yellow is it yellow something? I can't think of the name, but yeah. But we are like billions of years from the red giant phase. I know I know the lifespan of like the sun's like yellow. And then it goes to red, and then the red giant, and then it can't sustain its what size anymore, and it collapses in itself, and then white dwarf. Our sun is small enough that it will become a white or black dwarf. Black dwarf. I believe it might be a black dwarf. Isn't a black dwarf is just a regular star, right? Yeah, super small. Okay. It's like a normal sun, which it'll eventually die off. Okay. But it will. Our sun is not big enough to go supernova. All right. So it will expand and Darn it. shrink. That's kidding. We don't want that. No. Yeah. Bad. Oh, and if you want to find diamonds on a planet, you can either go to deep within Neptune or Uranus, 
or Uranus, and it rains diamonds there. But they're sideways, and they will tear anything to shreds. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You will die if you go there. But, hey, if you want diamonds, I possibly have. risk your life. You have to go deep within Neptune or Uranus. Or Uranus. So I have something for you since you brought that up. What? 55 Cancrete E is, is an exoplanet in the orbit of its oh. sun-like host star, 55 Cancrete A. The mass of the exoplanet is about 8.63 Earth masses, so 8.6 times greater yeah. than Earth. Mm-hmm. And its diameter is about twice of Earth, thus classifying it as the first super-Earth discovered around a main-sequence star, predating Glissy 876D by a year. This planet yeah. is 100% diamond. The 55 Cancri E? Yes. Complete diamond. Okay, not complete, but like there's like the layer of outside rocks and stuff from space. But other than that, it was it is solid diamond. There is such a big chunk, like it has such a small core that it is almost entirely diamond. I feel like that's like a lot of like that's a dense, as it dense is as very shit. Dense. And bringing back even the smallest amount, like a handful, would destroy the Earth's economy for diamonds. Really. And like it, just a handful because it is so pure and rich because of how dense it is. Oh, it's like a pure diamond. Bringing back the smallest amount destroys the economy. How much? Like just complete utter like yeah, crash. Yeah, one hundred percent. Holy shit! That is how pure that diamond is. Where's this at? Uh, I don't know the specific. It's very fairly far is it away. Close? I don't think no. it's close. It's far no, away. It is in a very far galaxy. Away. Yeah. Oh, okay. How far? How far have we made it out out there? Uh, there is a satellite. Is it Apollo? Is it up an Apollo? No. Is it? I feel like I'm. Which one is it? Voyager one. Yeah, Voyager one. Fourteen billion miles away. Yeah. Fourteen billion. And we have found some very interesting stuff from Voyager one. Didn't they send like three Voyagers? I. Don't know. I'll look that up. I'll look up to Voyager, uh, guys. 14.1 billion miles from Earth and moving at the speed of 38,000 miles per hour. So he's hauling ass across the This sea. is in 2021 and not long ago passed through our solar system's boundary with interstellar space. There's only two. They only were, two? Okay. They were launched in 1977. Mm-hmm. Golly. So, oh, this is where it is. Here we go. Voyager 1, now in interstellar space... Here's an ominous hum coming from space. Ominous hum. Yes. So aliens? Uh, I don't think we know. Imagine, dude, that'd be wild. Sound does sound doesn't pass through the vacuum of space. Sound travels through the air as waves, and if there's no air to act as yeah, medium air. for those waves to pass through, sound doesn't travel. Yeah, they have to cross through air particles and stuff. That's what makes sound. All that stuff. Oh, an ad for. Scratch remover? Oh, that guy is just beating the hell out of his car. <laughs> and it's gone. It's magic. Look at that. Oh, it's a towel. That's like a. That's they're like steel wool. They're just destroying their car and then covering up. That's like paste. That's like t- paste thing. Like, yeah, so it's like. That looks like glue. Yeah, it's like glue. And then it's just magically fucking gone. Yeah. Somehow it gets the same I color. I just whacked my bat against my car for fun and now I'm gonna put glue on it. <laughs> yeah, we got a little off topic. We're <laughs> watching someone beat the 
shit out of their car and then fix it magically with glue. In a Hang split on. second. Okay, so this is something I didn't know. The plasma that Voyager 1 is encountering was produced by our sun. Wait. So it's... P- wait, what do you mean? Per- in- what do you mean encountering? The I'm guessing they're talking about the noise. Oh, okay. So it's the plasma because the gas can still move through space. So yeah, Voyager 2 is the second one. Look up that one. For... Like uh, distance. God, I kind of got a pee. You'd pause it. How far away is Voyager 2? Yeah. Voyager 2. I can't even spell fucking Voyager. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, in light years. In light years? All right. There you go. 1.7 light years. How many How many was that one? Wasn't like oh, oh, the double digits? 14. Trill? 14 billion, I believe. Is billion. Hmm. 14.1 billion. And there is... What was the math for a light year? 6.5 trillion? Around there, yeah. Because it says 1.7 light years is 9.7 trillion miles. Oh, I spelled year wrong. I, I don't get this goddamn math. Remember, it's like... It's like S- significant How many figures. Miles away is one light year. So it's five point, <gasps> and then those numbers and nine point five. Oh, that's kilometers. Yeah, we're we're U.S. We're not. We uh, use wait. What system do we use? The metric. Hundreds, thousands. Right. Hundred thousands, millions, billion. Yeah, five point eight trillion. What what met, what units of mass do we use? We're in a metric system, right? Pounds. Oh, for mass? No, like what? What's our Units, like to be used metric or what? For weight or mass? Anything, because I know everyone else uses the same thing besides the U.S. So this is providing me with no answers. The imperial system. Okay, so feet, inches, pounds, ounces. And we and everyone else uses the metric system. Yes. Okay. Which wow. is I really fucking weird. I don't get why we use different. It's like, us, Alaska, and like one other place, and I think it's Madagascar, <laughs> that uses <laughs> this system. I don't under, everyone I don't, else I'm, uses metric. I'd be, that'd be kind of cool just to learn. Metric? Yeah. I feel like it'd be a lot easier. Yeah. And everyone knows what everyone's talking about. You, don't have to, you won't have to convert it and shit. Yeah, that is pretty <laughs> stupid to deal with. Yeah, yeah. Little silence there. Google that later. How to do that? It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, we're fine. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how long was that? How long was our first one? Like 10? 18 minutes. Eighteen. All right. Close to twenty. All right. Sorry, you know. Do you want me to start or should you start? You go ahead and say yours. All right. Because I think do you want I've to read. Do you, do you want me to read out the list or? Uh yeah, name them off. Name them off. All right. <clears throat> All right, we're gonna, we're about to read a list of scary space facts that. Are very very true. Did you know that we do we know more about space than our own ocean? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's kind of scary. All right, about to start this. Um, the only thing between you and the vacuum and radiation bombardment of space is a thin layer of air and gas held together by the relatively weak force of gravity. What do you think about that? That is scary because I have I do know and understand that. 
Oh, it's blocked. The only thing between us is our atmosphere. Yeah. And should a solar wind hit us at just the right spot, it will destroy that. Yeah. Because if a solar wind hits us dead on, mm-hmm. it will compress the atmosphere, and when it expands, we will lose our atmosphere yeah. for a while. We will get it back, but we will lose it entirely. You, th- you think our, our whole population will die then? Without a doubt. Okay. Unless we figure out how to get our shit together in the future, without a doubt. All right. Another one is the observ- observable universe is shrinking faster and faster, and there's nothing we can do about it. Someday, the night sky will be black because the light of the objects nearer to us won't have enough time to reach us since the object itself is moving away from us faster than the speed of light. Okay, that's... The universe is actually not shrinking. As far as we can tell, it is still expanding. So it's still expanding. But what if it's going to expand at the point where we can't see anything then? Yes, and here's the thing with that is within our local group, we only have access to about 6% of the universe because everything is beyond such a point that it would be near impossible to reach. Mm-hmm. And we believe that's caused by dark energy because it keeps pushing stuff apart. Oh, I've seen about dark energy. And eventually, energy. even our local group, when Milky Way and Andromeda combines into the ever-original name of Milk Andromeda, eventually everything else will leave our range that we can like feasibly reach. Yeah. And it will be only our galaxy left in our local group. Mm-hmm. But that's not going to happen for billions of years, at least. Yeah, uh, we'll thankfully. be long gone. Oh, unless, yeah. unless I somehow gr- grow up to be a billion years old. Dude, that'd, that'd be so, I so would, meaningless. Uh, yeah, I would not, like... Like, if I could extend my life by quite a few years, like, maybe 50 extra years, Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. But, like, anything past... A thousand. Less than that. Anything past, like, 200 to 300 yeah. would just be torture. Yeah. Because you're going to watch so much stuff just go and disappear. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, another one is, some of the stars you see at night are either non-existent or dead, and it's just the light from them which remains, traveling infinitely through space until entering your eyeball. Yeah, you know what's weird about the thing I was telling you about is that yeah. all all the stuff we're seeing is billions of years old. Yeah. We have no idea what everything looks like currently. Oh, not presently? No, we have no idea what everything looks like at this moment, mm-hmm. and we probably will not. So that's, we are seeing dead stars. Yeah, probably one of the earliest stages of the universe. Yeah. Because we are nearing the end Mm -hmm. of seeing them. So that's something to think about. So what do you think the end is? Like a billion years or so? Lesser? Lesser or more? Way more than billions. Okay. Trillion-ish? Probably. Quadrillion? Because at some point, and maybe when our galaxies combine, it will spark new stars being born. Yeah. But that's such a small chance. Only three new stars are Have created every year. That's it? Yeah. Three new stars are created every year. I didn't know that one. That all, Almost every star that will exist has already been born and potentially died. Hmm. That's a scary but thought. That's, yeah, that's something to think about for you. Damn. All right. So another one is there are several things which could destroy Earth inst- instantly without warming, without warning, such as vacuum decay or gamma ray bursts, which would strike through Earth like a hot knife through butter, leaving destruction and death behind. Yeah. All right. That's some. That is very. Very true. Yeah. Very true information. All right. Uh, solar storms could cause power outages globally without warning. We've already talked about that one. Mm-hmm. Um, aliens not only probably don't exist, but if they do, we will not only never interact with them, but if we come into contact, we won't be able to communicate with them. 
That is true. And that goes back to the Kardashev scale of because... Is that phase... Which phase is that one? Uh, we would probably be thinking type 2 to type 3, which would be solar system to galaxy-wide. Okay. And, like, how advanced would they be that we would, like... They would appear as gods to us. Like, ants... Like, ants view humanity as, like, we might as well just be gods. Because... I mean, like, we don't really know that. They could be, like... They could think that we're, like... The, the comparison, I mean, then, like, oh, technology yeah. and stuff... To ants, we are basically gods, but mm-hmm. the same could be said for civilizations ahead of us, if yeah. there are any. That'd be weird, like, seeing different civilizations and considering them gods. Alright, so another one is, um, finally because of entropy, I think that's the right word. In the en- future, Entropy? Yeah. Entropy? How's it spelled? E-N-T-R-O-P-Y. Entropy. Yeah, okay. Finally because of entropy in a few trillion years, the universe will become a dead, empty, dark place of... Dark place full of nothing and more nothing. The stuff that makes stars will run out. No new stars will be born. Planets, celestial bodies, and others will evaporate, and all that will be left will be black holes until even those decay away, and the universe is left unrecognizable, and nothing new will ever happen again. Mm-hmm. But it continues, that's, and it says, On a happier note, in the case of the last one, after an amount of time so obscenely gigantic that calling it infinite in human terms is okay, Another big bang may be caused by something called quantum quantum tunneling, and the cycle of the universe will start all over. So that, just be that, glad that you're alive now. That is a theory that, uh, the, like, there is no specific end and that the big bang just keeps happening over and over. Because it expands. With What goes with that is a cosmic shrink, yep. a cosmic crunch, mm-hmm. where it expands, reaches its point, shrinks back up, Collapses and then explodes in another Big Bang. So they're just gonna keep Big Bangs just over just gonna, and over. over big Bangs are just gonna repeatedly keep happening. Yep. Okay. So here's something I want you to look at. You camel, Camelopardalis. Yeah. Or you can. A carbon-rich star found in the constellation that name, 1,500 light years away. Tell me that does not look like an eye. Yeah. The, yeah. That's kind of. That's. That's a little. If you want to look at this image, it's like what is it? Futurism. Futurism.com. Or just Google U Camelo Camelo Pardalis, U C A M E L O P A R D A L I S, and it looks exactly like a human eyeball. It does. That is kind of freaky. How similar that is. Yeah. But here's this one below it: the Red Square Nebula. What is that? Look at this thing. Five thousand light years away from the Earth in the constellation of Serpents. That doesn't even look real. No. That looks like straight. That, that looks but, like straight movie CGI. But it doesn't even look like a square to me. It looks like two triangles, like end to end, or like the tip to tip. Yeah, wait. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like because there's no it, specific it, it, lines it, there. Like to me, it's like a top view from a pyramid because you see all the sides. Yeah, ah, I can that. see red square, but that it does. It looks super fake, doesn't it? Yeah. The thing that comes into my mind is. That image right there on the far right of the black hole. This one? Yeah, how it shoots a light out of its ends. Yeah. Is that actually that's, what happens? Yeah. It does spew so, energy out. That's, so, black, that's, so black holes shoot energy out of itself. Uh, I'm not sure how to describe it. Or is it. it like a white hole? It's not a white hole. Okay, so it's like bla- it's a black hole that it's, shoots energy? Maybe it's not a black It's some type of star that will spew energy out at its poles mm-hmm. in the beams. That's what I'm thinking of when I see this. When I look at that, I think straight up Avengers, uh, Reality Stone. The Reality Stone's the red one. Okay. No, I, is that the reality one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I thought that well, was the, it's the, the, mo- it was it's the, the movie. Power. It's the movie interpretation of it. I thought that was the Power Stone. I thought reality the, was the big one. Nah, the the big one's the Mind Stone. The purple one is the Power Stone. Green Green's time. Orange is soul, and I can't remember the other color. It's. I'm googling it right now because now I want to know. All right. This is probably going to be movies, of course. So I'm sure the comics. Did you know that every universe in the Marvel universe, each one has a different Infinity Gauntlet with different stones? I I have seen that. So. Blue is the space stone. Okay. Very, very quality picture right there. Okay, this one's a little better. So, blue is space, Mm -hmm. yellow is mind. Red, okay, red is reality. Purple is the power. Purple is power. Purple is power. Okay. Green is time and orange is soul. And this is off topic, but if you were to have any one of those uh, stones, which one would it be? Power. Power? Really? Yeah. Can, can you explain your reasoning? Uh, from game depictions of how it works. Yeah. Like, just the, uh, and the powers it provides. Mm-hmm. Like, being able to shoot, like, Dragon Ball Z spirit orbs and just... This uncountable strength and like imperviousness. Yeah, like I'd, I would just love to be able. I'd to probably be have space wandering tank of I'd, power. I think I'd either either have reality or time, because those those are kind of fun to mess with. The cool thing with reality is that I believe it has its own pocket dimension. Yeah, I could just chill in my own pocket dimension and just chill. I mean, you'll still age and stuff. Yeah, but you know, just won't have anyone mess with you, and then you can come out whenever you want to. I want the mind stone. Wait, what's the what's the point of the mind stone? Mind stone. Um. Oh, it's blocked. Oh. Or at least that one was. Cool, blocked. You can always count on Wikipedia. Yeah. Oh, now I gotta go through and find this. You gotta find the. There we go. Mind. Yeah. So original was blue, and then in so original was 1972 to 2016 was blue. In Marvel Legacy, it turned yellow. Yeah. Power used to be red. Now it's purple. Reality used to be yellow. Now it's red. Soul was green, now it's orange. Space was purple, now it's blue. I should have kept that. Yeah, the purple make, the space for purple makes sense. And time used to be orange, and it's now green. Uh, so mind allows the user to enhance their mental and psionic abilities and access the thoughts and dreams of other beings. Okay, it's going to At full OP. potential, when backed by the power gem, the mind gem can access all minds in existence simultaneously. Oh, Holy shit. My. Manifestation of the universal subconscious. What the fuck is this? <laughs> the, the, the the infinity stones. What do you expect? Known users: Anthony Edward Stark, Tony. Yeah. Grandmaster, uh, I believe, is the chick who taught Doctor Strange. What does it say? Grand. It just says Grandmaster. Maybe it's not that. Thanos, uh, Nebula, Adam Warlock, Moon Dragon, Magus, Rune, Primeval, Galactus, Professor X. Hood, Miss Marvel, Beast, Turk Bear, Requiem, Kamala Khan, Loki, and Vision. Vision's probably the one of the most main. Because he's the most recent one. Yeah, because it, it's actually in his, you know, fucking head. Well, technically Tony is, 
Well, but you don't really see him use it, though. No. Isn't because he used it and then died. Yeah. Well, talking about the MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, they all have pocket universes. 2018 to present. The Mindscape allows the user to bring anything they imagine or dream of to life overseen by the sleepwalkers. Sleepwalkers. That's the mind. The power pocket universe is the arena. Resembles a coliseum where heroes fight each other in a contest of might. Ruled by Dynamis, the living embodiment of the power cosmic. Reality is world. Use the excess alternate realities, which are per- portrayed as an endless comic book collection. Soul, the final resting place for all lost spirits, overseen by the soul eater. Space, an endless expanse of empty existence stretching on into forever. <laughs> Wonderful. Time ellipsis manipulates the flow of time for anyone within it. Its ruler is unknown. I mean, this is... Oh. I mean, this is kind of... Crossover. We have some crossover stones real quick. Ego, which is white. Rhythm, which is pink. Build, which is red. Death is yellow and continuity. I would have death as white. Oh, continuity. That's the one that Deadpool has. Deadpool. What the fuck? Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Deadpool. Sorry, I mean, this is kind of on topic for space because you know they're found in space. Shit. <laughs> and the Lego Marvel superheroes, Guardians of the Galaxy, the Thanos threat animated film, a seventh Infinity Stone, the Build Stone exists. So nice. that's just the joke stone in the Lego universe. That's kind of that's funny. That's funny. As well. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, you want to end the actual podcast off? Yeah, well, we should actually end it here. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. Covered a lot of pretty cool stuff. Yeah. I'd, li- I'd like to talk about space some more. Mm-hmm. Get into those more serious topics and everything. Oh, yeah. I'd like to talk about space, too, because space is very interesting. Oh, yeah. Space is always a fun topic. But anyway, thank you all for listening. It's been a fun podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed it, too. Expect, hopefully, a sponsor next time, mm-hmm. because if we get this, you guys are going to love this sponsor. Oh, yes. Have. Oh, yes. Thank you so much for listening. This has been the Crusaders Podcast. We'll see you all next time.